from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. The Panthers 2023 season is done. And if you've been listening to the show this week, first of all, thank you. If you haven't, you can catch all uh, much, much of our content, I should say, on our YouTube page, 99.9 The Fan. Go ahead, search and subscribe to the channel. We would greatly appreciate it. Comment, like, all those sorts of things. Uh, like I said, we'd appreciate it. Um, but er, th- this week, I've, I've essentially said one of the few bright spots of the 2023 season is that it becomes the 2024 season. And for the, the Panthers, because they were so bad, they got to turn that page early. Week 11, they fired Frank Reich. That means it's all about the rest of the year. The, or the, the rest of the year becoming about 2024 is a better way to put that. So, so I was kind of excited that they would hit the ground running with their ducks in a row, right? With, with all of their business organized when it comes to hiring their next coach. And, and obviously, once they fired Scott Fitter, hiring their next GM. That was an advantage, in a world where the Panthers have almost no advantages, that was an advantage. It is absolutely infuriating. It is, it is malpractice. It is negligent. What we're seeing from them uh, over the last 24 to 48 hours as far as who they're interviewing. Adam Schefter, NFL insider today, reported that the Panthers want to interview Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson is the Philadelphia Eagles offensive coordinator. Here's why that is so horrendous. The Eagles were 10 and 1. When they were 10 and 1, right right after Frank Reich was fired, I I floated Brian Johnson's as a, as a name that they might want to look into. Cuz the, the Eagles were 10 and 1, their offense was cruising. AJ Brown was going to uh, was going to break records. Jalen Hurts was going to be an MVP candidate. All of these things. The tush push. The brotherly shove. Do you remember the fun part of the Eagles season where we were debating whether it was called the tush push or the brotherly shove? Well, the interesting part is since that moment, since they were 10 and 1, their offense has fallen apart. Their offense has been atrocious. Now, they still have A.J. Brown. They still have Devontae Smith. They still have Jalen Hurts. They still have uh, Kelsey at center. They still have that dominant offensive line. They still have a lot of talent, but their offense has fallen apart why would you want that guy to be in the running for your head coaching job right now and while everyone else was worried about their own season right while there's seven openings now in the NFL since Pete Carroll was relieved of head coaching duties in Seattle while the other six were worried about their season and trying to make the playoffs and trying to finish strong while all of that was going on I guess the other six would have been the better way to put that uh you could have been watching you could have had your earmarked guys. Brian Johnson, someone you want to watch. And I can't imagine you watched the Eagles offense over the last seven games or six games. I can't imagine you watched the Eagles offense over the last six games and at any point in time thought, we have to talk to that guy about our head coaching job. Dan Orlovsky of ESPN is putting out seemingly a video every single day about how atrocious the game plan is for the Philadelphia Eagles and how he believes they're essentially wasting a Super Bowl-level talent uh, of, of, of roster on offense by not scheming well enough. Why do you want to talk to that guy about your head coaching job? There's 10, 11, 12, 13, 
50 other people you could consider. You've had weeks to eliminate him. And and I understand the element of no stone left unturned. We just want to talk to him. But here's the thing. That's not an unturned stone. Hey, we should consider Brian Johnson. All right, let's consider him. Let's watch the game. Oh, look, his offense stinks. All right, we don't want to hire him. That's a stone turned over. Mission accomplished on to the next. How are you not there yet? How? And the thing is, he might have the greatest explanation in the world, right? Who knows if you, if you bring him in, uh, he goes, oh, you know what, Jalen, this is all completely hypothetical and made up, so don't go, I'm not reporting. Oh, Jalen Hurts has been been so bad, his shoulder is falling apart and he's playing through it, and that's why our offense stinks. Maybe he has the best excuse in the world. I think he could find somebody that doesn't need the best excuse in the world. Go find an offense that's cruising. Go find an offense that's working. There's a lot, a lot of, a lot of really good football minds out there. It's, it's your advantage is you should have been crossing guys off your list for the last two or three months. So by the time you get to this point, your, your tunnel vision, your narrow focus, your hey. These three are our main t- uh, uh, targets. These next three are our um, fallbacks. And then these next three are our break glass in case of emergency. That's where you should be by now. Then the interviews can sort out where they are in their tiers. But you have to know what you want. Bringing in Brian Johnson is is not – and I you know, right, like I see – uh, they brought in Evero, their defensive coordinator. They're going to bring in Chris Tabor, their interim head coach, have both of them interview for the job. Those, to me, are, are ceremonial, right? Those are are just that, – that's protocol, right? You're going to interview them, that's fine. Bringing in somebody else's offensive coordinator or zooming in somebody else's offensive coordinator is not just protocol. You're going to have to do some research. That if that If you did the research, it would tell you you don't want the guy. And who knows, maybe, maybe, maybe Brian Johnson will turn around the Eagles offense next year and they'll go and Jalen Hurts will be an MVP. <laughs> or they go hot in the playoffs, you never know. Maybe. But then he could become a candidate. Yeah. Right now, why? Right? How many times does somebody in sports say you are what your record says you are? It's a production-based business. What have you done for me lately? Before the Panthers are going to go, well... His record recently isn't that good. His production is pretty darn low, and recently he's been bad. Let's get that guy in for an interview. Goodness gracious. It's like, and how much of it as well is the fact that he does have stud players on his team. Like Sometimes that's part of that, too. It's like, you, know, you don't have a great game plan, but you just have better players. Thank you. If your <laughs> offense fell apart with Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Devontae uh, Smith, uh, DeAndre Swift, who's playing well in that offensive line, Okay, it took 11 weeks for your offense to fall apart. It'll take 11 minutes for your offense to fall apart if if you have whatever the Panthers are going to put together next year, which yeah. will not be that murderer's row 1927 Yankees of of talent that the, the, the Eagles had. They were in the Super Bowl last year. Not a full year ago, they were in the Super Bowl. Now they're limping in. Now they're limping into the playoffs and, and – because like their offense isn't well schemed. Mm-mm. Why? Why? 
Riddle me that. That's a simple question. Sometimes we ask deep questions. Sometimes we ask simple questions. You're bringing in Brian Johnson for an interview. Why? If somebody can give me an answer to that one, I'd love to hear it. I'm here with Coach Pete from Capital Financial Advisory Group. Coach, what is the ideal time to shift to retirement planning? Yeah, I think the minute you start working, you need to start thinking about retirement. It's very important as you approach retirement to make sure you have all your ducks in a row. So we spend a lot of time. I'm a retirement income certified professional. I am trained to put together lifetime income plan. Go ahead and give them a call. Capital Financial Advisory Group, 800-691-3215. Make sure they know you heard about it right here on The Drive or text TIM to 600-700. That's T-I-M to 600-700. One day, I don't know if it'll be like a, uh, a mini series of of television might be a long form documentary could be a multi episode podcast there will be some documentary uh collection of what the heck's going on in the transfer portal with NC State right now NC State received a commitment from Hollywood Smothers Oklahoma Sooner this past year as a freshman, four-star running back uh, from the state of North Carolina, former North Carolina high school football player of the year. He's coming to NC State, which is crazy. And I don't say crazy like good or bad. I say crazy like I want to see a documentary of how they're getting all this down done. I want to talk to some people, and I and I've tried, but there's you know these collectives are a little tight-lipped. Um, Hollywood Smothers is now added to. He's he's another. I mean, he's a a, a big name running back in the transfer portal. Uh, he's added to Grayson McCall, big name quarterback out of the portal from Coastal Carolina. Noah Rogers, big name wide receiver out of the portal from Ohio State. Wesley Grimes, big name wide receiver uh, out of the portal from Wake Forest. Jordan Waters, big name running back out of the portal from Duke. Justin Jolie, big name tight end out of the portal from UConn. Zeke Carell, big name offensive line out of the portal from Notre Dame. These guys had options and in an nil world they likely had had some leverage to make themselves a lot of money and i'm not saying they chose not to i'm saying they chose to come to nc state so either nc state's collective is finding a way to get them paid or they're offering them something that they see more valuable than getting paid and all and by the way they have other transfers coming also that's just kind of play the hits uh, the, the A side, if you will. Um, and then on top of that, the guys like Casey Concepcion, keeping him out of the portal, a guy they had this past year who was a, a freshman All-American, is equally as important as getting any, probably more important than getting any of these guys out of the portal. This offense is going to be, if they can put it all together, and that is a big if, but if they can put it all together, this offense is going to be wildly explosive. It's going to be night and day compared to what we saw this past year for NC State's offense on the football field. But as you know with me, right, I can't just look at anything and say, well, that's what it is on the surface. Cool, right? I, occasionally and most of the time, I have to look at it and say, how in the heck is this happening? Now, there is Wolfpack Tom. This is a guy that is is essentially running the Savage Wolves Collective. I'm open, and I don't, I, I don't know net worth. I know he's involved with something called the Gopher Mobile. Uh, maybe he's just got money to blow in a big way, and he's decided he's going to fund the, the football team. I don't know his net worth. A lot of money, though, I'd assume. Maybe, the, again, I got a couple options here. 
maybe NC State fans are simply really, really embracing NIL fundraising. More so than darn near any other program in the country. Maybe they, they've been able to on a – because here's the thing about like these types of fundraising. If you're trying to raise money for your NIL collective to bring in Grayson McCall and Noah Rogers and, 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 and now another running back in Hollywood Smothers, even though you already got the number three running back out of the portal in Jordan Waters. Um, it is very tempting to say someone else will do it, right? Because the logic is there. If you're if you're your NIL collective has oodles and oodles of money, you can pay that money to players and they'll come play for your team and you'll have more fun on Saturdays because your team will be better. But it's also when you're like, you know, you go to Carter Finley Stadium or any stadium, right? And it holds a bunch of people, like we're talking thousands and thousands. You look around and go, or a lot of these other people can put the money in the players' pockets and then I won't have to and I'll still have the fun on Saturday. So somehow one of the options is NC State fans have really understood that everybody has to participate and they're collecting their dollars and they have the money to bring in this class. That's one option. Either way, this feels like a very, very, very high-stakes year for NC State football coming up. There's a saying, right? We all, we all love sayings. Put on a bumper sticker. You got to spend money to make money. There's a possibility here that whether it's Wolfpack Tom, whether it's the fans, whether it's some other funding source that likes to you know lay in the shadows and go low-key, that they're spending all their money this year with the anticipation that they will win enough to drum up interest and and replenish the funds, right? Because that the, the conveyor belt is what you want to get going, right? You spend a bunch of money this year, you bring in all these transfers, then you go win the ACC, you go make it to the college football playoff, you go achieve some high and lofty goals, right? You, you slay some Goliaths, and then because of – that, you have a bunch more post-game press conferences where Dave Doran is talking about another win, and he's saying, give money to the collectives, and boom, it, it, it refuels the tank, and then it gets going like that. The risk is you spend all your money this year, you don't have that success, and then Dave Doran is after a loss somewhere going, hey, refund the collectives, and everyone's going, wah, wah. Maybe not. This feels like a big year. It feels like your 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 chips in the middle, and if it if it pays off, heck, you'll you'll cover the mortgage, you'll go on a nice vacation, you'll 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 crank things up. If it doesn't go well, you're you're not going to be able to f- cover the mortgage. <laughs> you yeah. have to cancel the vacation you booked. You may have to, you know, I don't know, sell a kidney. Um, it, it gets ugly quick. The expectations are high. They and they should be. And I was like, absolutely, they should be. And guess what? We're going to hold them to that standard. When, That's the thing. We're going to hold the expectations are higher. We're going to hold you to that higher standard. The 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 fact of the matter is, if you're going to make the college football playoff, mm-hmm. you're going to have to be above Florida State or Clemson, and probably both. Yeah. Talking minimum appear in the ACC championship, which is something that hasn't happened in a long time for NC State. And if you want to solidify, you got to win the ACC championship. The The good news for you is you're bringing in the talent to do so. The, the again, the efficiency. And, and we saw it the, the week 
this season ended. The regular season ended. I've referenced this 10 times, but it just keeps proving true. Uh, they beat the University of North Carolina, right? Big, and, and actually kind of kind of mushed them a bit, right? They, they mushed Carolina pretty good. Uh, Brendan Armstrong, everybody rallied around him. It was a cool moment. After that game, Dave Doran said, hey, I need 5,000 fans of, of NC State to give 1,000 to the collectives. I don't think they raised that much, but they raised a bunch of money over the next couple of days. And then four days later, four days, the Tuesday following the Saturday game, they inked an agreement with Casey Concepcion and one of the collectives for him to stay. And my first reaction was, goodness gracious, their, their machinery worked at such a high level. Right? They flicked on the switch. It cranked up. You heard the engine running. And four days later, they had their best player locked into a deal for the next year. And the fact is, they have not turned off the engine yet. All right, we we uh, Jordan Houston was already in the portal. This guy's in the portal. We we have guys coming. Uh, we need a running back. Boom, Jordan Waters. We need a quarterback. Grayson uh, McCall. Grayson McCall is in Raleigh. You're visiting him at his house. He's putting pictures at the Capitol Grill in in Raleigh. Uh, he's wearing black and red shoes, right? And and it was just one step, one step, one step. Boom, he commits. All right, now we see Lex Thomas, backup quarterback, post a picture from one of his recruiting visits, and there's Tamarcus Cooley, Wesley Grimes, and Noah Rogers there with him. Well, Tamarcus Cooley's at Maryland. Never mind, he's in the portal. He commits to Maryland. Well, Wesley Grimes is at Wake. Never mind, he's in the portal. He commits to NC State. Oh, Noah Rogers, he's a former four-star top 50 recruit in the country. He's at Ohio State, though. They're still playing. All right, well, as soon as their season's over, he's in the portal. He's at NC State. That's wildly efficient. And now they're they're kind of flexing on him. We needed running back. We have running backs, right? Throw the S on there for plural. Hollywood Smothers get over here. Oh, and by the way, we have the number one uh, uh, tight end in the portal in Justin Jolie. Do you know what is the only thing I've seen that uh, maybe fans are a little upset with from the transfer portal for State? Something Justin Jolie tweeted. You know what he tweeted? And I'm paraphrasing here. What's that? I don't know what everybody's talking about. Zaxby's is better than Bojangles. That's probably the only thing that got fans a little up. A little, I, th- I mean, those are fighting words. Other than that, they got to be happy with just about everything. I Just about. Just about everything. And you know, you say they've rev, they've revved the engine up. Yeah, yeah, revved it and and haven't stopped. No, they haven't stopped. Uh, what's next? What else do we need? That's what that's what the portal is, or the collective is asking the 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 coaching staff. What, what else? Got a hole in the depth chart? What, what, what are you looking at? What else you need? What else you need? On average, people spend over a third of their life sleeping, yet most sleep disorders go undiagnosed. I'm Megan Gigling, General Manager of Parkway Sleep Health Centers. Sleep struggles left untreated can lead to health problems and have a serious effect on your quality of life. We've served the Triangle for 20 years. Let us help you get the sleep you've been dreaming of. If you're in need of a sleep study, a knowledgeable doctor, CPAP machine, or supplies, Parkway has you covered. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit parkwaysleep.com. Sound sleep. Sound health.